Welcome to the Legally Speaking Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Hanna. I'm delighted to welcome back this week, Paul Sampson, for our final episode of our Life at the Magic Circle in a Positive Light series. Last week, we talked about Paul's senior associates days, and today we discuss how he went on to achieve partnership with A&O. So welcome back, Paul. Thanks a lot, Rob, and anyone who's listened to all three of these previous podcasts, you get a prize for still being around. I hope I haven't bored you too much. <laughs> Good stuff. Let's jump into it, because I know you are a busy partner, but let's talk about how you got there. How did you become a partner at a and It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of bloody hard work, I'd say. Um, no, I mean, look, to be perfectly honest, I wasn't one of these people who spent every waking moment sort of thinking about being a partner and people might find that hard to believe but actually it is a it's a long and winding road to partnership and you do question yourself along the way and you know I had many times where I thought about leaving going in-house or doing something different altogether and different opportunities come up and you look at them and you think what would be best for you and your family and it's not a linear path right but in terms of what what you what I realised as I became more senior is that you know of course you, you start to get better at your job you start to feel comfortable where you are you have an incredible internal network of people who you sort of trust and re- and respect and you don't you don't want to lose any of those things and then I suppose the closer you get to you know partnership as a as a possibility what happened for me was I thought well. Yeah, why not? I mean, I've come this far, so why don't why don't I go for it? And of course, then when you make that decision, you really have to commit to it, build your practice and your and your business case because that's what it's all about is is having a business case. Brilliant. Okay, and so you've kind of made partner. What's it actually like being a partner? Talk us through a day day in your life. Oh, what's it like? Well. I got made up on, on May the 1st, so it's nothing like what I expected in the sense I've been to the office once since March. <laughs> and all the things that I was looking forward to, um, all, of the, all of them have been cancelled. So look, it's, it's first world problems because, you know, I, I and, and, and the people I work with, we're, we, you know, we're the lucky ones compared to, you know, 99.9% of, of people out there, this sort of terrible pandemic. But it's difficult to answer that question, Rob, at the moment because the day to day is is so dif- is so different to what it probably otherwise would have been. But I suppose what I would say is, you know, on a more positive light, is you become an owner of the business, so you're suddenly involved in things that you would not be, you weren't involved in before. You know, uh, discussions around strategy of your group, of the firm, of different initiatives we're running. So I've I've become a DNI ally for for my department. I was asked to uh, lead the pro bono charge in banking in London. So I've taken on sort of that responsibility. And I suppose the rest of the time, like everyone else, I'm on one video call after another. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can imagine. And just as we look to to, to try and wrap up, you, you do run now a very much a first class leading funds practice, which is which is amazing. What plans do you have for your practice for the future and for your own uh, personal goals? We're a growing team. We're, we're now sort of five partners. I was promoted at the same time as, as uh, one of my colleagues. So, so it's great that we sort of two of us came through at the same time. We've got more new partners coming, coming through in, in, in the coming years. 
So we're really sort of on an upward trajectory and, you know, to have more bench strength is going to be really transformative for the practice. In terms of my personal ambitions, you know, it's just to keep on doing what I'm doing, which is half my time is spent on, on sort of fund formation for fund sponsors. And then the rest of it is advising institutional investors with, with some fund finance in between. So it's about taking the relationships that I've developed and making them as, as, as strong as possible so that they are sustainable. And, you know, that takes a lot of hard work and, and dedication, but it's all going, it's all going pretty well so far. Yeah, and I second that. I think it's uh, it's wonderful to see, and, and congratulations on all your success today. And I guess just one final question as we wrap up this, you know, truly inspiring mini series um, all around sort of life at the Magic Circle. What one piece of advice would you give to your younger self, looking back on your career, what you've achieved? What do you think actually? Because I've been through it, I would say this. Is there anything that stands out to you in particular? Um, well. Don't worry, it will be okay. That would have been some good advice because, you know, I, naturally, um, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a stressor. So, and actually, in a funny way, it probably would have been something like, you know, don't sort of do less in a way, which is probably counterintuitive. But actually, you know, I look back and and think of some of the things, some of the things that I sort of sacrificed and gave up, and you know, some of the some of the late nights I had where actually I you know, I didn't need to have, I could have gone home early and had dinner with my family and that, and that sort of thing. And, you know, at the time you're thinking you've got to be a hundred percent on it every single day. But the truth is that it's a marathon, not a sprint, and you need to look after yourself and build a career that you can maintain for sort of 20, 30 years. So the best, most successful people are just militant with their time management. And, they find time to, you know, have proper sleep, to exercise, look after themselves, have hobbies and that sort of thing. And, you know, looking back, I, I probably neglected some of those things too much. So, uh, you know, I'm trying to remedy that now. But, you know, if you're if you're sort of a junior lawyer now, I would encourage you not to give up all those things for a shot at partnership because you're sort of you, you're, you might regret it when you know later down the line. Great advice. I'd just like to say on behalf of all of the Legally Speaking podcast team, thanks so much for taking part. We thoroughly enjoyed having you on and we wish you and your practice lots of continued success for the future. But for now, a massive over and out. Are you enjoying our latest mini-series in collaboration with Alan and Overy? Why not check out our main episodes out every Monday? In season three, we welcome 30 inspiring guests, including law firm partners, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and legal tech trailblazers. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Legally Speaking podcast. If you enjoyed the show and want to help support us, remember to leave us a rating and review on Apple iTunes. You can also support the show and gain exclusive benefits, bonus content, and much more by signing up to our Patreon page, which is www.patreon.com forward slash Legally Speaking podcast. Thanks for listening.